As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You've heard us talk about how much we love Zancaster. We've told you about how awesome their podcasting platform is, how easy it is to host, record, and publish adventures and collecting with their all-in-one web app. Well, now they're giving you, our listeners, the opportunity to support us and the nearly 30,000 other podcasts powered by Zencaster. That's right. Now you can invest in the podcasts you love through Zencaster's crowdfunding campaign. For as little as $100, join a community of other investors who seek to help Zencaster and independent podcasters like us succeed. If you're interested in investing in Zencaster, go to wefunder.com slash Zencaster or click the link in our episode description below to claim your slice of the future of podcasting. That's wefunder.com forward slash Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Hi. 101. It's almost like we should say this is like season two, episode one, but we're not doing that. This is, it's going to be season no. one forever. <laughs> season one forever. <laughs> um, so you, 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 you all saw the tile. You all saw the, the, the art, the title. You know why we're here. It's we're like we're like your favorite streaming show. Only one season. It's it's list season. It's list o'clock. It's time to, it's time to make the lists. So with two twenty, uh, before we put twenty twenty two in the the rearview mirror forever, um, we of course have to go through our our personal uh, favorite top ten favorite best of whatever you want to call it lists, um, and like we've done in years past. Uh, we, we did a halfway through 2022 and I can say personally that my, uh, my list has, has changed quite a bit <laughs> from the yeah, halfway mine's point. significantly different. Um, I don't know if anything is still on there. Go back and listen and let me know in the comments or something reviews or what have you. Um, yeah. The interwebs. So 
Uh, before we get into the lists, I think we should each, again, as we've done in previous years, um, set up our 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 personal ground rules that we 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 gave ourselves. We didn't set these for each other. These were were personal decisions. So, Dave, do you want to just kind of go over your your personal ground rules for your your list? Yeah, I'm always a big fan of the Dan Larson Toy Galaxy Best of the Year rules. Um, had to have been something I bought this year um, that was most likely released this year. If it was something that was given to me, it would have been some had to have been something I would have bought anyway. And uh, extra rule, like they had to um, elicit some sort of this year. A lot of this list is just kind of things that elicited joy in me. So it may not necessarily be like this is the best toy. Um, it's just something I enjoyed considerably. There you go. All right. So my rules were, I went a little different. Um, full disclosure, there are a couple of things on my list that were provided um, as as samples from some of our, our friends. Um, two of those things were things that I probably would have not purchased on my own. However... Uh, to Dave's point, they elicited such a response from me and they were s- so significant in their awesomeness <laughs> that uh, that they, they definitely made my list. Um, and I'm I'm super, super glad to have them in my collection. Um, so so those two things will or there there will be three things uh, that were provided as samples. One of those three things I absolutely 100,000 percent would have bought on my own anyway. Um, so that, that is definitely going to be on the list. Um, other than that, the rules for mine, um, it was a, it was a crazy year (laughs) for collectibles and I did not want one to two lines of toys that had really super strong years to completely upend and take over the list. So as I've done in in previous years, I've gone back to the one toy uh, per line ish sort of thing, um, you know. So I picked, well, you know, just giving an example because you know you guys know me at this point. You know that Marvel Legends and Star Wars will likely feature on the list. So there is one Star Wars Vintage Collection release. There is one Marvel Legends release um, on the main list. Uh, just because those two lines make do make up the bulk of my collection, and and the you know, lines like GI Joe Classified had such a strong year, um, that I, I wanted to be able to spread it out a little bit, and uh, and make me do some mental gymnastics. So uh, you'll see, you you will not see any repeats on the main list. That that being said, uh, outside of the main list, we also do have some honorable mentions, right, Dave? Mm-hmm. Um, what are we doing? Five each? Yeah, we have five. All right. So all that being said, let's, uh, let's, let's jump in. Let's, let's jump in and, and start talking about these honorable mentions. Um, Dave, do you want to, do you want to go with, uh, with your, one of your honorable, honorable mentions first? Yes. Um, I'm going to start with one that was unexpected. Um, something that, you know, for, I would say about, a few weeks you couldn't escape and also could, you know, unless you were kind of quick enough, couldn't really find. Um, 
And this to me was like a good concept that I think needs to be something that's maybe not annual from the same brand, but um, something that I think there's there's no pun intended or maybe pun intended an appetite for. Um, and that is the McDonald's Cactus Plant Flea Market Grown Up Happy Meal Toys. Um, I was able to get three out of the four of them, but um, they're weird. They're fun. Like, it was fun. And they were my, like, they were my toys while I was laying on a couch. Yeah, I got my my one. I got the one that I wanted. Uh, the smiley face guy. Um, while our, cactus buddy, cactus I believe buddy. was his name. Yeah. Um, when uh, I went to go visit mom in the hospital when she had her knee replaced, so that was my, that was my dinner. Happened to be one of the nights that I that I was headed in to to see her. Um, while you were that coincided, was- uh, also laid up. Um, that was my broken leg dinner two nights. Yeah, so I ended up getting that. Good, good one. I was I w- was not expecting that to make your list. All right, um, my first one. Uh, this this was so close to making the list. Um, it just kind of goes to show you how strong the the year was. Um, but one of my favorite skins from Fortnite got a deluxe release uh, in 2022 uh, in Hasbro's. Uh, Victory Royale line. Um, it is uh, it is man cake, the Victory Royale man cake figure with the cannon and the um, the, uh, the the alternate mustache <laughs> faceplate. Um, just such an awesome figure. Those the, those figures are are kind of sleepers in general. Every single one yeah, of them. They really are. Every single one of the Victory Royale figures that I've gotten so far. Um, they're just. They're pinless. They they're gorgeous, amazing sculpts. There's no reuse yet, you know, except for you know a couple of like just like the repaints, um, you know, skin variants. But like the characters all have like brand new sculpts, and they come with great accessories, and they're just a lot of fun. And and man cake was was definitely a highlight. Um, I, I'm actually gonna stay in the same game, but um, a different toy. Um, so this for me would have, I thought would have been like, a, this was my like Marvel Legends 375 retro for this year where it was just, here's, let's time, let's uh, shout out an entire line. Um, the only thing is you can't find them. And I think that's been the big thing that's held these back because these figures rule. And um, I've had fun finding them like I found three of them the other day and I'm like oh like and it happened to be three I needed um and the first time I saw Doggo by the way and that is um the Jazzwares Fortnite Legendary Micro line um I just think shout out to all of them it's it's the mask vibes I want with the articulation that somehow is like ridiculously very articulated. Like you can pose these and stand them up and do anything that you need to, as well as better than you think you should be able to with these. Incredible little toy line. Um, so my next one, 
was something that I know was actually on my top 10 list um, halfway through the year and has bumped to, to an honorable mention, but it um, it definitely deserves an additional shout out because I still think it's one of the best pieces that NECA has ever produced um, in terms of likeness, in terms of, if you, if you want to say like um, toyetic, you know, playability, but it's that Halloween 2 two-pack uh, featuring Dr. Loomis and the shape. Um, it's my favorite Michael Myers that they've done. Uh, and it's as close to the classic as we're likely going to get, um, due, due to apparent licensing, licensing issues and, um, the Donald Pleasance, uh, likeness on, on that, the Dr. Loomis figure is still just, it's like, I have a little version of him on the shelf. Um, just, I'm still so blown away by, by that, uh, that two pack. And honestly, uh, going by my rule, it very, very much so would have still been in the top 10 um, were it not for another NECA release that came out uh, late in 2022. So hint, hint for what's to come there. So every now and again, I jump into um, Eric's world. And this is one of those instances where I do for my next honorable mention. Um, it is the Hasbro Marvel Legends Ghost Rider Retro Card figure. Um, and the reason why I love it, yes, it's, you know, that Ghost Rider body. Um, but it's the fact that it's on that Toy Biz style retro card. And, you know, everyone loves the Spider-Man line and the Fantastic Four line. And, you know, all those, those are the ones that kind of harken back to them or for them. Well, Ghost Rider is my favorite character, and I loved those Toy Biz figures. Um, I still have my Ghost Rider one and Blade and Mullet Blaze, um, and this for me is like, oh, like it's actually made me debate: like, do I need one to take out, or do I just leave this one in the package forever? Um, because it's, it's you know, it's that that feeling of joy. I've I still am on the fence of whether or not I want to get one. My rationale is he does show up in Spider-Man the Animated Series, and that's probably the closest we'll ever get to the way that he looked in Spider-Man the Animated Series. And I do kind of sort of have a, a little mini collection, um, you know, for the for Spider-Man the Animated Series. So I'm thinking about it, but awesome, awesome figure. And it's got that cool phasing head, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Great for photography. Um, so my next one uh, is also uh, Marvel Legends. So uh, again, uh, you know, a hint of what's to come on my list. Um, I've said it a million times, but you know, the primary part of my collection, you know, one of my primary lines is is the the MCU Marvel Legends. Um, and they had an extremely strong year in that category. Uh, Khonshu, amazing Build-A-Figure. We got some characters super quick for the first time in a while, right? Like, so we have, you know, the new Black Panther. We got Namor. We got, um, uh, we got some of the What If characters, uh, characters from Loki. Uh, just some really, really great likenesses, some really great new sculpts. Um, all of the Thor Love and Thunder figures, just amazing, amazing work from the Marvel Legends team. Uh, but none of those MCU figures made my top 10 because of <laughs> because of an anomaly of a figure that exists. 
Um, and, uh, you know, but the hood was last year. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, you know, but, but we got some amazing, uh, you know, the Toei Spider-Man, just so many fun Marvel legends this year, um, in the, in the MCU category that I just wanted to call out, uh, just a, another, you know, banner year. Can't wait for the next, next set of, uh, of MCU legends and, you know, and what's to come. So. So who was it? MCU Marvel Legends. Oh, just the whole thing. Yeah, okay. just any of the pick pick an MCU Marvel Legend from 2022, and it's amazing. You can't you can't go wrong with any of them. Likenesses, all that good stuff. All right, my next one actually I think was in my top ten. Um, I moved it out because I think there was something better, and this was one of those instances where I went with this company did something better. Um, but I really love this and I really love this movie. Um, and probably moving this out of the top 10 will tell me to frig off. Um, it is the plastic meatball psycho Gorman Pandora two pack, um, with the early bird star Wars style. Um, I'll say accoutrement, but the, uh, that carding, which was really cool. All right. My next one is um from McFarlane. Uh my next to last honorable mention here. Uh again just going to show you how strong the the year was. One of my all-time favorite Arkham series characters came to the DC multiverse in 2022 in the form of Arkham Knight Scarecrow. Um just such a terrifying character design. Uh, it's it's my favorite version of the Scarecrow ever, literally ever. Um, I, I love that story. We got some really great Arkham figures along with him, but but that figure was so good, and I, it was so close to making the top ten. Um, it, it would have been in the, the ten slot, uh, but it's just it's such a good figure. Um, so you know, shout out to uh, to the uh, the team at McFarland Toys for keeping keeping those Arkham figures coming. The, uh, the, the nope. game series might be dead, but, uh, <laughs> the figures are still alive. No, nope, no McFarlane's for me. Although, uh, the blue beetle booster gold two pack was close. Um, so my last honorable mention is, um, is I think easily the best figure in this line this year. Um, but it just, I couldn't, get it into the top 10 for whatever reason. Um, but what a, and this is, this is, you know, something that Jazzwares has done very well with the AEW figures is when they nail the likeness of one of the, um, women's wrestlers, they absolutely do. Eric looks like he's disagreeing. Keep going, keep going. It's Jade Cargill. That was, that was going to be my last honorable mention, too. Okay. <laughs> All right, that works. There we go. Yeah, J- uh, Jade Brand. A, a storm's coming. Hashtag Jade Brand. Um, right? That's <sighs> the beginning of her, her entrance, a storm's coming. I think so, yeah. yeah. But that figure is, I'm looking at it right now. It's 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 stunning. It's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. And like, and she... Close second is the Chris Statlander. And like... Like, let's let's be honest here. Like, she is built like an action figure. You know, like she mm-hmm. is. She was Chitara on uh, at Full Gear. Yeah, she was 
yeah, cosplaying as. Uh, but it's or her gear was Chitara. It's like it's almost like the the how like the you know the action figures like the wrestling action figures of you know uh, now you would say like legend you know r- retro you know characters like like you know your Hulk Hogan's your Ultimate Warriors mm-hmm. you know like your your body uh, figures um, and it just. She trans. First of all, like you said, they absolutely crushed. You know the the likeness. Magic, you know, claps for magic. I mean, he he absolutely nailed that likeness, uh, and and the, the sculpt and just like, and I think we said this when we were talking about Chris Statlander earlier in the year, the Chris Statlander mm-hmm. figure, like. As, as action figures are you can pose them like you can you can get them into natural poses that look like you know with all the articulation points now that look like the way that a person stands which is fine you know like that's that's great but like when you can get an action figure into a pose that actually that character actually hits it makes all the difference like when you pose when you pose you know a Shawn Michaels figure in that entrance pose like that he does in the ring right like it's like now that looks like Shawn Michaels. You, you just her standing there flexing. It's like that's that's Jade Cargill, like that's a mm-hmm. little Jade Cargill, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. It it really it really is. I I would go as far as to say it's probably the best figure they put out this year or last year, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Oh, I think it's yeah the best figure in the line for this yeah, year. Yeah, with without question. So I'm I'm with you. If on that. you and I I would say like. Statlander was up there too. And I think the I think the last or the first dance punk too is up there. Yeah, I don't have I don't have that one. But yeah, Chris Statlander and, and Jade are are easily two the two best figures of the year from from Jazzwares, you know, in, in for AW, for sure. All right. So that brings us to our uh our actual top tens now. So um before well actually no we'll we'll save that we have some we have some uh some number one picks from uh from our listeners uh that were submitted through instagram so i'll just kind of keep them uh in in our headspace and if if they happen to get mentioned we'll call them out if not we'll before we get to our ones we'll go through a couple of them um okay dave do you want to go first with your number 10 i can and this is going to be, I think this is going to be one of those ones that surprises Eric. This could even be on his list. Okay. Um, this one, you know, we're, we're going all the way back to, to summertime. I'm incredulous. Continue. When it was nice out and fun things were happening. Um, and everyone's limbs were intact. Um, there was a nice little gathering up in... Nice little town in New York State. Oh, okay. Um, up in Beacon, New York, Toy Pizza Con, and um, one of the exclusives. I, I, I the only reason I didn't get this figure was was because um, Eric bought it already, and then but I wanted to buy it, and then um, well he was thankfully out. Thankfully, we were. Hmm? He he was he was out at the event. I know where you're going with this. The reason okay. the reason you couldn't get it was because he could. I got he was the last out. one. <laughs> okay. Um, 
And then luckily we were we were sent one. And it is the uh I believe it's still under the Knights of the Slice. Yes. Um Knights of the Slice brand, but is the um Toy Pizza Con exclusive perfect diver. Such a good figure. Um it's really good. It's it, it is so big and like bulky and the system where you can like, you know, remove arms and hands. It's it's shouts to the Glios system. The Glios system, that's right. And it is just it's something that I I just enjoy so much because it's a toy like that I wish I had when I was a kid. In that three and three quarter ballpark and you know it's nice to see some of that stuff evolve and but still be like cool and still have a great story and all that to it and while while we're on the topic of uh of a friend of the pod jesse d'astasio um if you are listening to this episode when it airs um his latest kickstarter for the um the uh for card slicers, card slicers uh the expansion um is live on Kickstarter and it is fully funded. So if you back it, you you definitely will get a uh you know you will get your cards. Um there's a two week run on it and it ends um oh I'm sorry it's called the Jagged Age is the uh is the expansion. And I believe you have until uh January 15th to back it. So yeah, you're, it's already well over the five thousand uh, dollars, you know, the threshold. So you know, let's start unlocking those uh, those uh, those those stretch goals and uh, and shouts to the to friend of the pod Jesse on a uh, another successful campaign. Yeah, and if if you know you get the chance to to head up or down or east or west <laughs> to uh, Toy Pizza Con next year when if. Uh, I'd imagine there's Jesse will have one. Um, hopefully. I know he's been doing that annually. Um, Jesse performed like it was cool. There were a lot of cool toys. Dan Larson was there. It was cool. Um, Thunderlings. Yep. Yep. Like it was just a great It was a good time. Outing. Good time. We played embarrassed ourselves on some arcade cabinets. It was great. Yeah, I tried to play pinball. It was great. Um, all right, so Sticking with the kind of uh, the indie toy vibe, indie toy company vibe, uh, my number ten is a is one of the the aforementioned um, uh, toys that was that was very kindly provided by the the company, uh, you know, for for us to review, and I was so unbelievably blown away um, by by having this figure in hand that I it. it it made my list. It, it it bumped into the top ten. Um, so we've had this. We've had a uh, friend of the pod, Brian Volkweiss, on twice, um, and we've we've heard you know the story of RoboForce from you know kind of from start to finish here, and you know it really is uh, remarkable. It's remarkable that you know the, the, obtaining the license redesigning these the people that were involved you know david vonner you know with such a, a pedigree in, in toy design um getting roboforce back out there uh max 89 um is uh the aka the the robot formerly known as max steel um you know is is my is my 10th uh 
best toy of, of 2022. It's just incredible. They're so big. They're so chunky. The suction cups are ridiculous on them. Um, and to Dave's point, uh, it's something that I absolutely would have adored as a kid. Um, and all I kept thinking was like the places that like, I would have, I would have brought this thing. It would have been in the yard. It would have been in the bathtub. Um, you know, the, 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 this thing would have been, would have gone everywhere. And, you know, uh, Wrecker is no slouch either, but just like the, the paint wash, the articulation, the, 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 the deco, the detail on, on max 89 is just, it's such a good figure. Um, I really, really hope that they do well so that way they can make some more robots. Um, I know Wrecker and, and Max are uh, are good guys, so you know it would be great to get some of the bad guys. I'm not super well-versed on the RoboForce lore, but uh, a good robot toy is a good robot toy, and a great robot toy is a, is a great robot toy. So uh, they get my 10th spot. It's also a good, good slogan for a T-shirt. Good robot toy is a good robot toy, but a great robot toy is a great robot toy. <laughs> that that one's for free, Brian. You can... <laughs> and Rich, if you guys are listening, uh, that one's for free. Um, all right, my number nine, um, is when did I become the three and three quarter guy? But um, for real. it's uh the the plastic meatball fright rags. Um, collaboration uh, for the Halloween um, film figures from the original Halloween movie. Of course, uh, Lori, Linda, and the shape um, really managed to nail likenesses in that small, but this still looks like it was made in the late 70s kind of scale because it's, you know, that's that's the vibe. It's supposed to look like it's like a, you know, Kenner Star Wars figure. So it's it looks like Lori, but it yeah, you, know, you it's it's so good. Like they have fun little accessories like they're you know, this this is what you would imagine it would have been like like, you know, having the alien toy back in in the late 70s like oh here's like little murderer toys and well we know the mold existed because remember yeah. uh, you know killer bootlegs uh, uh friend of the pod peter Gorl, he he has the original prototype mold so like kenner was you know pun intended toying around with the idea of, of making a michael mm-hmm. myers figure so this just really brings it to brings it to life yeah um all right so my number nine is this is, uh, you know, the, these did not end up at the bottom of the list together because they are lumped in this category. But this is the other figure <laughs> that was a uh, that that was a uh, uh, sample, a review sample. Um, but I am not alone in the fact that this this figure completely subverted expectations and and rose to the top of many people's lists. Uh, you know, in terms of of top ten toys of the year. Um, and talking about an illicit, eliciting a, uh, a, a emotional response for me, this figure is from a movie that I have no joke watched hundreds of times this year or last year, 2022, and continue to watch multiple times a week. Um, it is my, my, my youngest daughter's favorite film. 
uh, Lightyear. <laughs> the SH Figure Arts uh, Bandai Tamashii Nations Buzz Lightyear Alpha Suit um, Lightyear, f- frankly, has has no business being as good as it is. <laughs> With all of the other SH Figure Arts and SH Monster Arts releases from from 2022, this figure has no business being as cool and as awesome as it is. It is just, it's amazing. It it feels SH Figure Arts. You know, if if you're if you've ever had one before, you know they kind of have that premium feel to it. This one has an extra premium feel to it. The finish on it, um, the all the different accessories, the fact that you can make him look like he does in the various parts of the film before the, like the, the final sequence, you know, he's got the laser sword. He's got the, the sidearm blaster. He's got the slide on uh laser for his wrist, the wings, hair. He's got, he's got the, the removable dome. Um, he's, he, he literally has everything that he needs except for socks. Um, which I resolved by just getting one of the $10 Mattel, uh, light your figures that had the cat. So that way he, he now is, is holding socks with him. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my number nine. Uh, just quick shout out, you know, to the folks at, at Bandai. Um, thank you again for sending, sending it out for us to take a look at. And, uh, you know, a incredible year, you know, in, in terms of other releases. I mean, there could have, it, it could have been any of the Dragon Ball Z releases or Dragon Ball Super releases from this year. But um, this figure was extra special, uh, super awesome, and uh, you know now let's get a Zerg out there. Let's just do it. <laughs> All right, so number eight, my number eight is a figure that I had wanted, and uh, you know when the the render came out for it, it was like you could tell that it was just going to be this was going to be one of those figures they crushed, and similar to. The, uh, the the fifth honorable mention um bill and the team also have a the ability to just absolutely when it comes to when it comes to likenesses like especially of the women wrestlers like they will it's just like home run after home run and they're kind of quietly under the radar as some of the best figures in the line um Minus a tank, Mattel WWE Elite ninety five Shotzi. We still need that tank. I know she's kind of over the tank. Well, she was. She had it again now that she was back to uh, to her her baby face ways. But we could still use a wrecking tank. We still need a wrecking tank for her. But um, you know, Shotzi's got the helmet. It's yeah, she's got the the face that she's with that like kind of screaming face that she's always or the howling face. And it's just like dead on. Like, it's just, okay, here's a really small version of Shotzi. She's got the metal hands. This this human being shrunk down to, to tiny six inch scale form. You know, the thing that got me about that figure the most was the rips in the, um, fishnets. So like yeah. her the the deco actually has rips in the fishnets, which I thought was ah just so good. Bill Bill shouts to Bill. Um, all right, so my number eight is is my NECA figure for the for the list. Um, this is what bumped the uh, unexpectedly, honestly, bumped the um, the Halloween two pack off the list. Uh, 
again, a figure that came out late in 2022, but I, I know impressed a lot of people, myself included. Um, it is the armored version of the last Ronin. So um, it's not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figure that really fits in with the rest of my collection, you know, seeing as how I pretty much stick to the movies. But um, I loved the the comic uh, graphic novel um, now at this point. But I, it, the story was just so compelling and it was so, so damn sad. <laughs> um, but, I, I, you know, I, I love I love what they did with the character. The accessories are unbelievable. Again, you know, attention to detail, the, the way that you can customize things with the figure by, you know, the, getting different looks. Um, it's, it's just so good. Such a good figure. And, you know, props to NECA for listening to, really, really listening to fan feedback um, from a couple years ago. You know, we know how long it takes to get changes into, you know, into action figures. You know, when when you make things a certain way and, you know, not to, you know, be bringing on, on, on a dead horse back to life to beat it again. But, um, you know, with all the problems they were having with, you know, some of the articulation and, you know, paint on joints and, you know, figures kind of coming out of the box and breaking these these new NECA figures from the last like year and a half to two years have just been aces like straight out of the box you don't need to heat anything up anymore like they just move great they look great they come with great accessories nothing is fragile you know it's it just so good so yeah that's the last ronin the armored version of the last ronin so my number seven is um this is how good this year was that i was like this was a fight how good was it it was it was good <laughs> um or at least for toys, it was. Um, <laughs> so it was like it was a fight to try to figure out where to put this. Um, and this for me was kind of like the only place I could put it. Um, so the sequel to last year's winner of my list, um, down to number seven, but you know, you get the really kind of cool human live version like just old guy with no makeup version of uh papa emeritus 2 um it is the super 7 ultimate papa emeritus 2 yeah this this uh full disclosure this figure would have been on my list uh dave and i had a a pregame discussion about whether or not he had made dave's list or not because he is also one of my favorite figures of the year but again, with that rule, I wanted to make sure that he he found his way out of one of the lists. <laughs> yeah, as a ghost fan, I just couldn't not. Same. Yeah, he's uh, you know friend of the pod, Kyle. Congratulations, you you continue to make these amazing ghost figures. Um, yeah, I look forward to any any future Papas. Papas. We've got two. We've got, I guess, technically three more. Get, but. get me, uh, get me some name, a nameless ghoul or two. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just so good. It's funny, Dave, because it, it, actually, that's the slot that he would have been on my list. He would have been at okay. number seven, um, where he has been. And you, when you see the rest of mine, you'll be like, yeah, that that makes sense. I think you'll say the same for mine. Um, but my my number seven, 
is is a Super 7 figure still. It is a Super 7 Ultimate figure. I did get a few of those this year, uh, or last year, in 2022. Um, and this one completely... Oh my goodness! Took me took me uh, took me by surprise. I got it on during one of Entertainment Earth's um, holiday sales, uh, and uh, I was I was really really surprised. Uh, you know, so so the first half of of twenty twenty two, the Super Seven Ultimate War Paint Conan was my Super Seven Ultimate on on the list, and that figure's still awesome. But this one, like I said, just really, really took me by surprise. Um, it's actually something that I I poked fun at both when Super Seven announced this and when Hasbro announced their kind of version of it. Um, how do you call it a transformer if it doesn't transform? But the uh, the Super Seven Ultimate uh, Optimus Prime um, is just such a fun figure. Like it's just, I I honestly, it's one of those ones where like. I have not been able to put it down. I just keep posing it and putting it in different places on my desk. And like, he's gesturing and pointing to things and he comes with a giant surfboard and he comes with the basketball. Um, it, it's just, a, it's a really, really wildly good figure and it's a fun scale too. Cause like, yeah, it's a seven, it's a seven inch, you know, ultimates figure, but he's a little bit like taller than seven inches, which makes him look really, it's like a really fun scale to like see him next to a GI Joe or next to like a Marvel legend, Spider-Man. Um, even though those scales don't actually make sense, obviously. Um, it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun scale to put him in. So, you know, I, I now have my little core class G one Optimus and I have my animated series, super seven one. So I guess I'm, I guess I'm on the hook for at least a Megatron. <laughs> so, uh, Let's see if Megatron makes the list in 2023. And now, a word from our sponsors. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey, Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement, searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at 106 Main Street in Little Falls, New Jersey, or online at chubzywubzy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. Pop into a new career with CGC, the world leader in pop culture collectibles grading. CGC is seeking world-class Funko Pop experts to lead a new division dedicated to authenticating and grading collectible toys. This is an incredible opportunity to help build a new grading service in a hot collectibles category. Think you can play the part? Apply today at cgcgrading.com forward slash careers. That's cgcgrading.com forward slash careers. Face it, shaker bottles suck. Your shakes always come out clumpy and they're a pain to clean. You're right, Dave. That's why I decided to ditch my shaker bottle for good and get myself a BlendJet 2 portable blender. It makes perfectly blended shakes in just 20 seconds. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. 
Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for over 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With an array of colors, patterns, or even Disney-inspired designs to choose from, show off your personality while you're blending up something delicious on the go. What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code AIC12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. So Eric, I ran to the store today and I was doing that power walking thing to the toy aisle. The guy next to me was too. And guess what happened? You were both headed for the same figure, weren't you? Yep, but I got there first. Now that's a close shave. You know what else is? A nice trim thanks to this show's sponsor, Manscaped. Dang right, Dave. And that's the kind of close shave I can get behind. And you all should too. I just use the Mower 4.0 with its cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight if you need a more precise shave. And if you thought that was good, you can take your grooming game even further. You can take it to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. And don't forget about their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. They'll change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, guys. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code AIC at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code AIC. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And now, back to the show. So every year, there's always one that's like under the wire, just gets in just before the uh, end of the year. And this one happened to ship just before the end of the year. Um, and it is... You know, I, I, you'd think Series 1 was just like, oh, these are these turned out great. And then... There were these other two figures that are due to come. And it was just a question of when. Um, and all this does is give me hope that like or give you the reason to think like this is better than series one. So this next single card release is going to be great. And then series two is probably going to be better than those. And series three that we're seeing is already kind of working its way out to look like they're going to be great. Um, which is funny because ain't this figure great. Uh, you worked hard for that one. <laughs> I didn't even know I was getting there. 
Um, I heard myself say great a bunch of times and I was like, wait a minute, I can connect this. Um, of course, I'm talking about zombie seller toys, wrestling's heels and faces. I believe it was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Um, Jeff Jarrett. It's the orange card that was supposed to exist. Um, it nails like the Hasbro style likeness of Double J, but still looks like Double J. You know, like how it's how those Hasbros have that kind of I don't want to say cartoony look, but it's a little bit of a caricature. I think that's a fair. Yeah, that's a fair thing. But I mean, this thing is just it's it's stunning on that card and in that scale. Um, it's just, it turned out quite well. And, you know, you look at it and you, you, you know, Danhausen's coming, you know, series two's coming. Johnny Gargano. So Johnny Gargano. Um, but the bar continues to be raised for those. And, you know, zombies putting them out and they're getting in people's hands and they're just, you know, all turning out great. They've all been been home runs, whether you've gotten individual figures, full series, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And and he's about to enter the world of modern modern scale uh yeah. with that same character. So Jeff Jeff Jarrett's coming in to the six inch or what is he saying? Seven inch? Six inch? Um I guess it's technically six inch scale, but it's seven inch. Yeah. So um really excited yeah. exciting stuff. Hey Jeff Jarrett Somehow, every you know, every year started the year at Hammerstein, ended the year in AEW. Yep, with a stop in WWE around SummerSlam. Like, yep, cup of cup of coffee back at the back at WWE, and and now he's got a tag team title match on Wednesday. Crazy, so crazy, just can't keep him down. Ain't ain't he great? Good, good, good for Double J. I, I love it. Um. All right, so my number six uh, takes us to Marvel Legends for me. Um, and as I mentioned in the honorable mentions, this is not an MCU figure, which is unusual for me. But um, it is, you know, uh, an iconic figure. Um, the Black Suit Spider-Man was on my list halfway through the year, and this figure actually bumped that. Um, it is the Amazing Fantasy debut Spider-Man Marvel Legends figure. Um, it is on a new buck. Um, different from the black suit Spider-Man and the retro Spider-Man from, from uh, two years ago. And it moves like no other Spider-Man buck they've done so far. And it does not have the articulated toes like the um, renew our vows Spider-Man. It's a little bit more slender. I love the colorway on it. They just nailed those like darker, more muted colors, you know, from that cover. He's got the little, wing web attachments for underneath his arms. Uh, it's just, it's such a good figure. And it, it, the fact that it crouches the way that it does and, and stays there, you know, in that crouch position, it's just aces. It's, it's, they never need to make an, another Spider-Man buck. Uh, I don't think ever again, <laughs> you know, in this scale, just continue using this one you know, for future Spider-Man suits and just get, give it the old repaint because, uh, you know, they absolutely nailed it. I I, I did not get the cel-shaded um, animated series Spider-Man yet. I know a, a 
few people have gotten them, and I believe it's the same body as as this one. Uh, but it just it's such a good figure. It's the it's the best Spider Man figure they've ever done. Uh, period. And and end of sentence. End of story. Uh, just really exciting to have you know have that. It, and and two, it was uh one of the the Spider Man classics, the Toy Biz. You know, with those with those comic uh packed in comics. I always wanted the debut Spider-Man uh, in that line, and I, I was never able to find it. So uh, I'm happy to finally have that in my collection. The three and three quarter one was pretty good too, of the Amazing Fantasy one. Yeah, it's just I love that darker colorway, and I mean, like, yeah, it was the 60th anniversary of of Spider-Man, among other Marvel characters that didn't get as much love as Spider-Man did. <laughs> Incredible Hulk, um, but. Uh, it was a good year for for Spider-Man figures. There was a ton, and uh, yeah. So I, I know a lot of people got boxes that they've been. Uh... <laughs> him too. Him too. We don't. I don't know if we can talk about the year of vengeance though. After <laughs> after what happened in 2022, <laughs> I don't think we could talk about that. Um, it's like we don't talk about Bruno. Uh, yeah. Uh, great year for Spider-Man. Great Spider-Man figure. Number five. Um, this is another one I got kind of late in the year. I almost forgot that I had pre-ordered it until it shipped. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and I opened one just for for a couple photos um, and just to kind of see what it was like. And I was really happy with it. Um, it was the bottleneck gallery slash uh an ish figures um scott pilgrim and ramona flowers um and i got all the variants of each um the different rarities and such um word is that there's going to be a series two of it it was you know i i wasn't it's it was kind of like when um we were talking about like the junk shop figures or the um original super seven andre Mm -hmm. where it was like i i got the articulation i want out of this i don't need it to be like i I want it to be a little statue where i can kind of move arms around and stuff and that's that's what i got from these and i'm very happy with them yeah uh you know i i think that's probably the major the, the the one major gripe with them you know is that you know they are kind of um What's what's the phrase? Uh, dynamically it's posed, minimal. you know. The, it's minimal articulation. Yeah. But um, they are gorgeous, gorgeous pieces. Uh, Justin Ishmael, right, is the designer on those. Mm-hmm. Did did such a good job. Um, all right. So my next one. So now we're in the we're in the top five. So, uh, oh yeah, it was my number five. So this was this was also on my my first half list. It was a little bit higher on my first half list. And it's still with all of the G.I. Joe classified figures that came out in 2023 or 2022. Excuse me, um, <clears throat> which they had a banner year. Of course, you know, shouts again. They were our, our second annual Archie winners. Um, you guys voted and, and determined that they were the toy line of the year out of out of 64 toy lines. Um, and frankly i i would say if i had to pick a toy line personally i probably would pick gi joe classified as well um if i'm if i'm being truthful just because they really 
you know, the releases were, were are sparse compared to other toy lines, but each one of them is just a home run after a home run after a home run. It's it's just it's it's unbelievable what they're currently doing with that line and like the the way that they're taking their time. Um, you know, we got Serpentor this year. We got Doctor Mindbender. We got Stalker. We got the uh, Tiger Force variant of Outback, which was originally a, a UK exclusive. You know, back of the Real American Hero days. The Crimson Twins. We got so many, so many characters this year. But um, it's not every day that you're one of your favorite action figures uh, ever gets gets re-released in a modern way. Um, and for me, that's that's Crocmaster and Crocmaster and Fiona. That two pack is still. It's my favorite GI Joe release. Period. I mean, that crocodile Fiona is just a beautiful action figure. Um, and, and Crocmaster is, is still, it's such a classic design. Um, I, I just, I absolutely love the design of that character and I love the crocodile and it's, I, I mean, it, it, it's just, for me, it's perfect. I would change absolutely nothing about any of it. Um, and again, going to show you that the goes to show you the type of year that 2022 was that this is number five, that there are still four things ahead of this. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my number five. Uh, my number four is, um, we are back to super seven. We are back to the super seven ultimates. And, um, this for me, as soon as I saw it was like a must have. And then once it was shipped, I was like, and I received it. I was like, yeah, this is this is perfect from from the soft goods. Um, I'll say cloak, for lack of a better word, robe. Um, a little like kind of I'll say stand, for lack of a better word. Um, it is the Super 7 Ultimate Sorcerer Mickey. I still have an open mind. I have it. <laughs> but I mean, I like, open it it's... <laughs> It's just a figure like it looks like how it should. You know what I mean? Like it when you when you go to the park and you get like a plush Sorcerer Mickey, like that's what Sorcerer Mickey looks like to you. Or, you know, if you're thinking, uh, you know, if you're watching Fantasia, like to me, that's. You know, when I saw that there was a Mickey and I saw it was going to be Sorcerer Mickey, I was like, OK, I. I'm on for this. I mean, it's iconic. It's the only only way he's been f- ever featured in a motion picture. No. Yeah. Which is still wild to think about it. <laughs> yeah. That there's not been like a Mickey movie. Yeah. It's Goofy even has his own movie. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I still have it. I, I haven't opened it yet. That was another one that I picked up during that that like crazy entertainment earth sale towards <laughs> towards the end of the year. Um I just I haven't had a chance to open it yet. Uh but it looks really cool. Um, all right, so that brings me to my number four, right? Um, okay, so number four. This was another. This was another shocker. Um, so I'm going to blame this entirely on friend of the pod, uh, Jay Hernandez, uh, for oh, so cruelly enabling me to get, <laughs> to get this figure. Um, Dave, you know how much I love this movie and this character. Um, 
And while Diamond Select did a fine job, they did a great job with uh, with with making this character in their their Diamond Select uh, action figure line. Mezco um, absolutely. I, they made a near perfect action figure. Um, they're Eric Draven, the crow, uh, in their, their one twelve collective line. Um, it, it, it actually gave me goosebumps opening it. Frankly, the faces are so good. The different face sculpts, um, the, just the way that the clothes sit on it. And now, you know, no, no knock to, to Mezco at all. Um, you know, I just, I can't get everything <laughs> and, and their figures being at the price point that they are, they are like little, um, sideshow, uh, or, or hot toys. They are, they're little, you know, six inch tall, very, very, very high end action figures. Um, and I just, there hasn't been one yet where I'm like, that's, you know, I, nobody's going to make one like this. So I, I have to get this one. And when I saw Jay's pictures of of the crow, I I knew it was like this is the <laughs> this is this is the one that's gonna get me. Um, so uh, yeah, I I picked it up and uh, certainly have not looked back. It's it's an absolutely absolutely incredible figure. Um, and if you are at all on the fence about you know whether or not like a you know a, a Mezco figure is quote unquote worth it. Um, it's all about finding the one that just resonates with you because once once you find a character that they make that you know has any sort of importance to you, um, it, it, they just absolutely crushed it, and and it has a super premium feel from from uh, you know tip of toe to top of head. So that's my my number four is the Mezco One Twelve Collective Eric Draven the Crow. Yeah, I, I've been close on one occasion with with the Mezcos. Which I'm curious, which one? It was Ghost Rider. Oh yeah, whoa, yeah. That's that's a that's an extra. That's like <laughs> yeah. that's 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 a commitment. Because <laughs> he's got the, the bike, the bike too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a. Com- I think that that one's still up for pre order places. So. I don't. I don't think that ever that has shipped yet. So you might still. That's one like wait on that Entertainment Earth to get that in stock because you know you use the use code AIC Pod at checkout at Entertainment Earth and you get ten percent off of uh, all in stock items. So ten percent off of that's a hefty chunk. Yeah. Um. So you know. Somebody once said I uh, I was really excited to see one of my favorite toys when I was a kid redone in a new way. That was me. Um, it was Eric. I said that two two entries ago, um, and this is this is mine for that um, because a uh, a certain figure in a certain line was. Um, one of my favorite toys to play with um, alongside another celebrity from another genre of, of entertainment. And, uh, you know, once this figure came out, I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be the one I get in this because I've stopped myself from becoming a GI Joe classified. person. I'm really happy. This made your list <laughs> because um, 
it, it, it would be such an endeavor. Um, there would be no end. And, but this fits in my genre of, of people in wrestling. And when we saw this at, uh, I had had a pre-order regardless. But it was when I saw it at uh, Zapcon when I was really like, oh, this, this is like, this rules. <laughs> um, down to the presentation and whatnot. Um, the, the little footlocker. Um, it is the G.I. Joe classified Sergeant Slaughter. Um, it is amazing. And yeah, it's it for me is like, yeah, these these figures are exactly the. The dangerous thing that they are for me um, in the sense that. If I tried to be like, oh, I would like to get this figure and this figure and this figure in that collection. Oh, but, you know, the twins are out and they're my favorites, but. I need more bad guys, so like. Yeah, I I am now full disclosure. It has it has gotten away from me. <laughs> um, whereas when the line started, I was like, I'm just going to get the figures that like I really loved when. Do you how if, and you'll remember this, but like I agonized to not get profit director Destro. Oh, just because I was like, as much as I want this, well, that's the one that did it. That was my first ever G.I. Joe classified figure. That would have been mine was like, too. I'm, I can't believe this exists. I know the story of this. You know, like, I, I can't believe that this is the, uh, a figure that exists. So I got that. And I was like, OK, you know, this is my my G.I. Joe classified analog. This is who is going to represent G.I. Joe yeah. classified on my my shelf. And then I, I want to say it was like. It was really soon after that, that the Hasbro PulseCon, they did a gold uh, Supreme, uh, Snake Supreme Cobra Commander. And I was like, oh, well, that'd be really cool because then I have like the gold Destro and the gold Cobra Commander. I'm going to do. And then it was just all downhill from there because I after having two of them, I was like, I can't have them and not have Duke. And then I got Duke and then I got Scarlet and I got Roadblock. And now like I'm sitting here. There are a couple figures that I have skipped. Like I, I wasn't crazy about Firefly, the design wise, um, and I've skipped a couple of like the, like Cobra Island Trooper, you know. But but in terms of like face characters, I'm I think I have them all except for maybe like I didn't like I said I didn't get Firefly, um, but I also was never really a big Firefly guy, uh, and I didn't get Dusty, but I have I think I have everyone else. Um, which is kind of terrifying. So like, it's definitely gotten away from me. It's definitely passed. That line has gone past the, like, I'm going to get the figures that I played with as a kid and like put like the crew together to, I'm pretty much getting the ones that are just readily available. It's just, it's, it's, an, it, it, I will say GI Joe classified is a straight up addiction. It's, <laughs> they're so good. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Well, there's, there's, there's two more, that they can make that I've, or at least three that have been in GI Joe-ish canon where if they made them, I would have to get them. Well, listen, I, I mean, every time we get a chance to talk to them, I name drop either you or I name drop refrigerator Perry. So yeah, let's that's just, one. we'll keep our fingers crossed that they can make that happen. 
Um, they canonized Piper at one point. Oh, God. That's right. And um, if you remember, and I don't know how, how deep you dive in, but Rocky was made a comic character and was, yeah, he was ne- supposed to be a yep, figure. Yep, yep, There was supposed to be a Rocky Balboa uh, G.I. Joe. I do know that. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the pictures. So those would be my my other three. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath, but like a lot of people want to see Fridge because he was he was prominently featured in the cartoon. So, yeah, um, he was a mail away. All right. So my number three, um, this figure was another one that absolutely blew my doors off, completely took me off off guard um, and is quickly becoming one of my favorite toy lines to collect, period. Um, this character is literally my favorite fictional character of all time across all forms of media um, and, and was made right here in the great state of New Jersey. So uh, while I, I can't, the, the Mythic Legion's bug has not gotten me. I've, I've grabbed a couple figures here and there, um, but their figure, Figura Obscura line um, is just, so far they've gotten me on every release that they've done, which have only been three. Um, around Halloween this year, they released the Headless Horseman and his Demon Steed. Um, absolutely incredible, incredible figure. The horse is beautiful. The, the horseman is beautiful. Uh, terrifying, the different heads, the fact that he comes with like a little decapitation stump that you can put, you know, port into his neck. Um, I have had my Christopher Walken McFarlane Headless Horseman on display somewhere in a room that I, you know, either either the current room that I'm in or my room, you know, when when I used to, you know, my, my previous bedrooms. Um, I've always had him on display. It's just I love that character, and uh, this is I, I never need another Headless Horseman figure ever. This is this is this one's perfect, 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 perfect. All right, number two, right? Two. And we've not hit anybody's picks yet. No, nope. I, I, and I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Um, Eric, do you smell that? Dave, can you tell me what's that smell? What's that smell? <laughs> I want you to do it. <laughs> what's that smell? Dookie. <laughs> Um, that can only mean one thing. It is the, um, Mattel Creations WWE Ultimate San Diego Comic-Con exclusive No Holds Barred 2-pack. Um, figures that I was like, oh man, like, I hope they'd make these someday, but they're never gonna make this. Let alone as Ultimates, let alone as a 2-pack. Um... From the VHS cover slipcase, and it looks like a VHS tape. Like it was a movie that I loved as a kid and think is ridiculous as an adult. Um, but it's the fact it's ripping Zeus. The fact, <laughs> all right. So, this there's a lot to unpack here. There's in the movie no, or just, in, just with this choice? No, this whole situ- the whole situation. Because 
the fact that this was another one that we, of course, received. Thank you. And, and I was going to say, like, this was it, to the <laughs> to uh, Steve, to Steve. friend of the pod, uh, Steve Ozer, um, big friend of the community. Uh, thanks for giving us the opportunity to to kind of show this off um, before a lot of other folks had their their, you know, the chance to, to get their hands on it. It's such an absolute honor to be able to show off the these two wacky versions of these human beings from this very, very, very crazy movie. Um, but they are, they, it, the, the whole presentation of these is gorgeous. And then on top of it, you open it and you realize that they sculpted the, what's that smell face for this Hogan figure. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of the heads you get. It is just like I, I. It still blows my mind. The only thing funnier would have been if he had that red and black outfit. <laughs> it still blows my mind that these figures exist in the way that they exist, presented in the way that they were presented, and on top of it all, we were given the opportunity to look at them early. Like it, it just. It, it was easily one of the highlights of 2022 for us, hands down. And it kind of changed, like, changed the game for Ultimates in the sense of, like, there are no rules anymore. Yeah, yeah and we're going to see like, Zeus again, right? Zeus is getting a, an elite release. It's a SummerSlam, yeah. For, the summer, for his, uh, his, his match against, uh, against Hogan, um, right when he was with Macho Man. The real one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Zeus and it was Zeus and Macho Man, or was it? It wasn't. Wasn't it Hogan and Zeus in a cage? I thought it was. Was that SummerSlam? I don't know. I might be misremembering. I I thought it was with DiBiase. But um, yeah. I just again, I like what a cool scenario. Um, I Dave, I am gonna have to skip my number two. Okay, it was. It was Hogan and Beefcake against uh, Zeus and Macho Man. Did I rem- did I remember a, th- a wrestling thing better than you did? What's ha- you might what's have. happening? Um, do you know where that SummerSlam took place? No, that I don't know. Me- Metal no. ends. All right, so I am going to have to skip my number two because I believe it's your number one, and I'm okay. and I'm I'm. If it's not, I, I will I will do it out of order. So if it's not, I will eat my head. Um so what I'm gonna do is we're gonna nah, I have a feeling you're right. We are going to read off uh just a few here of the um the number one suggestions from some of our, our followers over on Instagram. Which uh which by the way, if you are not following us on Instagram, we are at AIC underscore podcast. Instagram is definitely like the home of this podcast. Uh, if you happen to be listening to the show for the first time, um, we always give opportunities for people to interact with, with the episode of the podcast uh, that we're recording next. And, you know, we posted a story and, and asked folks to dump in some of their, uh, their favorite figures of, of 2022. Um, we also have monthly giveaways and, you know, we're always doing fun stuff on Instagram. So definitely uh, take a look at us over there at AIC underscore podcast. Win an LJN Cody. Yeah, right now. Win an, win an LJN Cody. Uh, open till January 
31st. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll be doing the the drawing on that drawing for that on uh, February 1st. So so uh just a couple of these here. None of these uh are going going to be on our list. Um but really good figures. So uh friend of the pod shouts all the way to uh to our our good friend Sean in uh in Qatar. His his uh he's at the Berg 511. Uh Brody Lee at negative 1 2 pack. Was was his favorite release of the year. Great, great two. It's a great release. Yeah. Um, at Echo underscore Bricks, triumphant Mafex Batman. Sorry, or Mafex. Sorry, I always screw that up. I believe it's Mafex. Um, that's another toy line that still has not dug its hooks into me. I've, I've avoided avoided Mafex. Um, at Ryan Nickel forty four, the Hammond Collection T Rex. So I know that made a bunch of people's lists. Um, frankly, I have not bought I have not bought into any of the new Jurassic Park figures. That's another one. So it's the, the that's the three and three quarter scale, yeah. right? Yeah, that's another one that's really dangerous. I can't. I I love those those movies, even the new ones that people are not necessarily crazy about. I I just love big monsters and dinosaurs, so I I need to avoid getting into that. Um, best friend of the pod, Craig Stuff at Craig Stuff. Uh, the three zero MDLX Optimus Prime. Um, this is another figure that falls into the how can it be a transformer if it doesn't transform? <laughs> transformer. <laughs> but uh, this is another one that I've seen pop up on quite a few lists. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous figure from from three zero. Um, and I think it's technically in the Michael Bay movie like format of Optimus. Mm. Um, at Mile High Ground. Uh, the vintage collection wandering Jedi Obi-Wan, uh, also an awesome figure. Um, it's, it's another one of those things where like this was almost going to be an honorable mention for me, but I think we'll kind of get into it when we get to the number one, but the vintage collection, another like banner year for the vintage collection. Um, definitely not getting as much character love, you know, in terms of, spread if you will uh as the black series but again like with the figures that they've put out like pick one pick one from 2022 it's it's amazing the sculpt is amazing i mean there there was even a Costco reeves though like so there's there's been limited spread yeah yeah it's mostly and i picked that one up that's a very it's mostly in the way of like like they've been very kind to the book of boba fett and the mandalorian um but like, I mean, there still hasn't been three and three quarter inch versions of the Bad Batch. Period. Like any of them, and they're mm-hmm. all they're all in, uh, you know, in the Black Series already. Um, it's like silly things like that. Uh, you know, like we have every version of Dindajaran Mandalorian that we could ever ask for, um, and you know, Paz Vizsla, the the heavy, uh, is coming. But like he's had two Black Series releases already, um. But yes, uh, awesome figure, Wandering Jedi, absolutely great figure. Um, and then the last one we'll talk about here is uh, I mentioned SH Figure Arts earlier. Um, at Oviada two hundred nine says uh, Krillin, the Krillin SH Figure Arts figure, because he came with his Destructo disc. Um, he has his surprise face and came with a bag of Sensu beans that he's holding. Um. 
definitely one of the highlights of the Dragon Ball Z offering from the year. I know that's a figure that a lot of people have have wanted for a long time. Um, you know, with a for for a re-release that's much more accurate to how we appeared on the show. Um, awesome figure. I, I personally think those Dragon Ball Super superhero figures that came out are great. I love the concept that they're doing with Gohan, where they're giving pieces to the Gohan figure that you can you know you can use to enhance. Uh, packed in with some of the other figures, especially like the 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 premium Bondi releases. So, um, super super fun. So, uh, Dave, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do your number one first, or do you want me to do my number one first? What would you like to do? Um, since my number two was going to be your number one, why don't I do my number one? And you close it out. Okay. So my number one um, should surprise no one. It's the same number one from my halfway through the year. Um, it is one of my favorite toys of all time, one of my favorite releases of all time, one of my favorite pieces of in my collection of all time. Um, it comes with everything you'd ever want this to come with um, and is, is very much so a labor of love. It's the vintage collection, HasLab Razorcrest. Uh, amazing, amazing piece. It's still something that I, I walk past it Every single day, <laughs> and um, every single day I stop and look at it, and I've been doing that now for just just over a year. Um, and I, yeah, I uh, I love that thing so much. <laughs> I I can't wait to see what the Star Wars team has planned for 2023 for for the, the legacy scale for for three and three quarter for for the vintage collection because. Um, yeah, it's just been an absolute banner year. And, and like I was just mentioning, you know, the, the three and three quarter inch vintage collection figures um, have never been better. The ones that the ones that they do put out, the I, I, I don't even think it's an argument. The likenesses are better. The um, the accessories are better. The fact that you can do vehicles, you know, at a reasonable size with them um, is just it's the way that it should be. I mean, it's the reason why Star Wars figures you know, were not put out at, at the time, you know, in like that doll G.I. Joe size, you know, the 12 inch size. It's the reason why they're three and three quarter inch figures. So that way you can world build. Um, if there's one thing I would love to see, I mean, they released the best Darth Vader of all time in the vintage collection last year, that dark times Darth Vader. But um, if there's one thing I would absolutely love to see in, in 2023 from them is just a more, more of a focus on, on the vintage collection, just you know, I I, I think it's what uh, it's what the the brand and you know what Star Wars should be scale wise. So here's to uh, hopefully a, a a more active 2023 for the vintage collection. And my number one was halfway through the year and still is today. The uh, the Haslab Razorcrest. And that leaves us with Dave to close it out with what my number two was going to be and his number one. And uh, we will we will wax poetic together about it. <laughs> speaking speaking of crowdfunding, um, you know, it took a little bit, but it really was just kind of one addition that made this really kind of take off running, and it includes, I think, hands down the best ultimate edition figure um that that there is that 
well, there is at this time, um, or at least there was at that time, I still think. But, um, you know, the, the community got behind it. They're into it. Um, if you missed out, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, you could still, you know, the, the raw one exists now with the, with the cane figure. But, um, of course, I'm talking about the Mattel Creations WWE Ultimate New Gen Arena um, with the entranceway, with the ring, with the, uh, the Diesel Ultimate figure, the Doink Ultimate figure, the Macho Man Early Bird, if he got in on that announcer slash um wrestlemania 10 macho man and i believe that's 10 yeah i think it's 10 um it's late i'm tired but it's uh just what a, a down to when it was first announced and you kind of saw what the entranceway was going to be with the different light patterns um you know, it's one of those playsets. I think if you're a wrestling fan, if you're a wrestling collector, you've always wanted that. Um, maybe the raw letters too from from the '90s, and then you know, Titan Tron and maybe Nitro. But what you know, what an excellent job Bill um, designing and you know Steve and and the team at Mattel did to to get this out. And to make it something that is going to be lasting for for wrestling fans. And it doesn't even like it doesn't have to be new gen figures with it, too, because you can make it work with anything. What that's that's the cool part about the ring. Yeah, it's just. I mean. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. it, it it's just such a cool. Piece. Um, and I think it was such a smart way to kind of dip their toes into something like this because of just, just that thing, right? Like, you know, you could vote, fo- you know, you could pose, you could photograph in this thing, pretty much, pretty much anything, because even if you think about it, like, you know, they did, they, every now and then they do, you know, a throwback episode of Raw or they do a throwback episode of SmackDown where they pull out the red, white, and blue ropes and the blue turnbuckles and, like, you know, the ring gets that and retro you, vibe. And you have enough elite wrestlers and ultimate wrestlers that could fit into that new gen era. Oh, yeah. Where it works as well. And they've been smartly releasing things, you know, like the WrestleMania 9 Hogan, the... The, the, goon. the goon, the fan takeover, Shawn Michaels, the, the ultimate Shawn Michaels that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Even the original ultimate Brett works for. Yeah. It. Or the, the Brett that the, the elite, what was it? 93, elite 93 Brett. Oh, the SummerSlam one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it really is an, an amazing project. And I, they now have the tooling done for the ultimate ring and we're seeing it again you know, with the Raw's War, you know, ring. And if that sells well, I'm sure we'll see it again, you know, and maybe a SmackDown ring um, with an exclusive Ultimate. Yeah, with the blue ropes. You know, with the blue ropes. Um, and then maybe even a modern ring, you know? Um, so I, I think they're we're going to see it, you know, as many times as they can get it out there in as many different ways. Um, and hopefully we do get it another crowdfund 
you know, for, for a, a, you know, a different entrance way. Um, you know, we are, you mentioned the raw letters. We're getting those in that, that target exclusive three pack that should be hitting, um, sometime this month. I know it's already starting to hit in some places, but I know the idea was that it's supposed to be out for that 30th anniversary of raw, which is at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, an absolutely, I, I love that both of our lists were topped by, by two, very well received, very well loved uh, crowd funds. Um, you know, it focuses on, you know, shifts the focus onto the things that the community can accomplish when, you know, that we all get behind something together. Um, and, and that message was, was loud and clear, you know, this year, you know, fans of, of these different products and different, you know, toy lines, let their voices be heard in ways that got things across the finish line and, things that didn't get across the finish line. But um yeah, it it was an amazing year uh as a collector. Uh you know, it, it's it's just it's incredible. You know, the, the his tank, yeah. the Yeah, we're the Transformers yep, one. Yep, yep. Uh Deathosaurus. Deathosaurus was the Transformers one. Um yeah, we've we've seen a, a another unprecedented year in in collecting. You know, we continue to kind of be in this amazing renaissance for toys and action figures and you know i'm just really excited to see what 2023 is going to bring you know we put our our want lists up on instagram a couple weeks ago um and you know some of them are already kind of coming in some form or another but yeah yep but uh, with that, those are our those are our top ten lists. So uh, thank you to the to our friends that uh, you know uh, left us messages on on Instagram with their their top picks for the year, uh, and you know uh, looking forward to again you know just just seeing what uh, what twenty twenty three brings. Uh, if you agree with our lists or vehemently disagree with our lists, we still would love to hear from you. So uh, you know, yeah. Share your share list. your list. Uh, we'll we'll be posting about this on Instagram. Uh, you know, once it goes live, so we'd love to hear what your top toys were for the year, and we'd love to hear what you think about our lists. So, uh, you know, make sure you keep an eye out for that post. And um, yeah, other than a happy new year, Dave, uh, why don't you send us home? We'll see you next year with more top tens. <laughs> we'll see you before next year. Yeah, we'll see you before that, but we'll see you at this time next year with another top 10. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Void where prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.